for some reason this is better 10 times better way better i can actually like have a conversation good deal yeah i can hear it's not choppy and you're smooth as can be that is i had to have been on a guest connection or something which i only use this phone to record video b-roll and stuff but anyways i guess i'll wait for people to come back in because they all they all left they're all like piss on this i'm out Let's yeah see. i had a small handful there i was asking i was answering questions about speakers and my yeah past business. Oh, you're probably gonna get bombarded i might just be quiet during this and just kind of try to look you know what, um, the, this whole thing i'm actually like i'm actually really really thankful that you reached out to be honest because i've been wanting to do more stuff like this and uh um, yeah. You know how it goes when you when you hit a certain proficiency with one subject and you're kind of like you, sometimes you just need that little push to like get into lives or whatever. Yeah. And and I try like people ask, you know, do more lives, do more this, do more that. And it's like I'd love to part, of, you know, part of it's time and part of it is just like, you know, what format, like just getting everybody on the same page and the same side. Like some people want to use StreamYard and Riverside and there's just so many different things. And YouTube rolled this thing out. And I'm like, maybe that would be easy. Maybe you could just hop on our phones, do the whole live together thing. And and if it works like this, which it's worked really well the past two times, like sometimes simplicity just helps give that push. So there yeah. you go, folks. Jordan is here. I am not ruining it with laggy video and audio now. So ask away. And I will just look at the spots in my studio that could use some sound treatment. <laughs> I want to talk to you too. I actually do want to talk to you, so please don't. <laughs> oh no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. I'm sorry that I got early. I first I thought we were two hours apart, and it turns out you're. Yeah, I'm an hour early, and you hopped do on. You guys eventually. do daylight savings? Um, uh, yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a few, a few weeks, maybe. Just wondering if there because i know some provinces and i'm from canada i don't know if you know that or not no, but no. Uh, some some provinces in canada don't do it so i have noticed that uh a litany of people that i've met that are into either audio podcasting or youtube channels are from canada yeah can, I, like i used to be i used to work at like a pretty high-end marketing a- agency we, so we had like all the stats from those huge conglomerate companies and Canada's like internet consumption in terms of videos watched per person is like second highest in the world. Is it really? Yeah. Then how do you guys have your shit shit together so much better than we do down here? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know what the difference is. There's a difference. I can tell you that like everybody I've met from Canada, not to be cliche, but I mean, much more laid back, much more cool uses uh, rhyme and reason a lot more, not to insult the guests in here that are from America, but I feel like I'm a uh, misplaced Canadian living in Ohio. But. Yeah, I think we're halfway British because they kind of have that. Everything rolls off them. Yeah, must be nice as well. But hey, hey, me, go back to like, because I'm always intrigued. Because, of course, I, I think if anyone has the, I hate to say courage to start a YouTube channel, but it does take some, it does take throwing yourself out there. Like, and the goal for most of us that do this is like, oh, we would just love to do this and not do a nine to five. How, how that started? How's it going? What made you make that decision? Like, I know Tom Buck's story and it's, it's really, it's just interesting. Like if you had a podcast talking about this, I'd be all in, but yeah, I want to hear 
just kind of a quick step by step. Yeah, well, I can do the whole the whole wind up if you want. It would take a couple minutes. That's you. You sure. do whatever you want. You're the guest. I'm just the guy that makes a lot of the <laughs> fart jokes. So you just take it away in a better manner. Yeah. So in 2010, when I started Kettner Creative, so it's been quite a haul. But Kettner Creative was like I just mentioned, working for a marketing agency. So I was doing marketing consulting for Toys R Us and Allstate Insurance and all these kind of big brands. I was actually like on the phone call with Toys R Us when like they decided to make a Facebook fan page. It's like, that was like a big moment back then in like 2008. But, um, so I quit that agency. So I started Kettner Creative, which was supposed to be a web design company and like SEO and marketing. And then one thing led, led to another. And I started to think, you know, video is the future of the web. Um, and before all this, I was the first employee and my brother started a company that's now known as Drumeo. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but it's like guitarlessons.com. Started that? Yeah. So my brother and, and Jared Falk were partners. Yeah, I know Drumeo. Yeah. Yeah, Drumeo. So yeah, so then I, um, I was their first video editor. My brother made a video called like how to technique on the bit kick drum and then after that they become partners and i helped edit them so i worked for them until 2007 then i went to school thinking i would learn the proper way to do things then i just figured out that everybody's making it up like the stuff that we were doing at drumio at that time we were actually like pushing the edge of what like adobe premiere and some of these programs could do and i think it was a bit of a fool's errand to think going to school was better than being in like that startup culture um, that's probably one of the bigger mistakes that I made. Cause I, I feel like if I would have hung with them for two years, I would have got more, um, practical experience with like those, like a video agency. But, um, so yeah, that's an interesting, uh, part of that story. I still have family members that work there and stuff, but, um, but then all my video clients started asking if I would film their conferences, live events. So then Kettner Creative actually, we fired all our web clients. We became a production company. So in 2013, I went full-time with that. We were just doing live events. And then in 2017, I made like this ghetto video on YouTube. Yeah, start somewhere. It's just brutal. I'm like exhausted. Like seriously from like 2013 until COVID 2020. We were, I was easily working 80 hours a week at events plus 10 or 20 hours of like admin and prep and hiring and all that stuff. So easily hundred hour weeks, seven days a week, get home at midnight, leave at 4am running events. But then I had this idea just to do a video for our walking clients on how to set up a sound system that and a couple other videos. But then when COVID hit, I was just bored and like, having a heart attack has just murdered my company. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I made, I went back on YouTube and that, th- that video had like a million views. I was like, I did not even try on that video. That was You're like one. Yeah. So it was like first video. So it was like a tripod just thrown up in the warehouse. Clip on lav mic. Luckily, just horrible. Well, I mean, People found that helpful. So why don't I take like my corporate event experience 
and talk about that on YouTube. But it turns out that it's like that doesn't really connect to a lot of people. And just following the path of least resistance, I took the live sound stuff and just morphed it to home studio stuff. And then it just like really took off. Um, so then we just, I read a book called They Ask You Answer. It's literally just make a video on any question that comes in. I'm like, that doesn't sound tough. And I had like expertise and like a couple of our videos with like, D10 those with that small audio mixer those videos just carry the channel for a while because I think I don't think there's too many people in the world that can say I've used this at a thousand events here's what you have to know about this mixer right it's like yeah. well yeah how many people can say that about so uh, yeah I had some credibility and that helped fire up the channel and from there we just kind of play around I don't know on. but yeah so your first question on the before the internet cut out said like covid like murdered my company we were doing 1200 events a year we had a team of like 12 guys and literally we came back on like that friday the 13th so march 12th we did a huge launch for a new bmw thing at bmw dealership like, we had awesome clients doing huge events and we never even unloaded the truck and our business was dead we had like three hundred to five hundred thousand dollars of cancellations in twenty four hours. Oh man! <laughs> it's like we never even unloaded the truck. It was just me and my wife like crying in the warehouse for two days, just like what the fuck? That's yeah. Wow. And like, and you're trying to be like, you lead a team, and we had trucks running twenty four seven, and guys running twenty, and you're trying to like here's our plan. Like, what plan do you have? You don't have a plan. You just got like every 30 seconds, the phone rings and it's another contract that was signed yelling at you for their deposit back. Yeah. What do you do? I mean, it's a whole new situation. It's a whole new, you know, not something we haven't experienced in our lifetime. And you find out what kind of person you want to be, right? Do you want to be the guy that knifes everybody and holds on to your contract money? Or do you want to play the long game and, refund everybody hundred cents on the dollar. And like, that's what we did. We paid everybody 100% and then we got knifed on the other, on the receivables. Yeah. So like we just got murdered. But, um, but at the end of the day, when you look at the whole thing, like almost every week here, it's like, it's a net positive. Like I work four hours a day now instead of 20. Yeah. <laughs> my kids know my name. I got to take yeah. them to school and, you know, do Turns out, like, yeah, all that stuff is good. So that that's uh, important. I mean, yeah, I don't know how many people out there are trying to do the YouTube thing. I hate to say for the right reasons, but but just for I don't know to to me the right reasons are those things like working four hours a day, getting to spend time with your kids, not killing yourself for a job. You know, like like it's great to be able to also employ other people like you you had people working for you and your team and that's great to give somebody you know a job that they more than likely enjoyed but man it's it just, i i don't know how old you are you're clearly clearly younger than i am i think but the, i'm 35 yeah. not too much but yeah the, the older you get it's like the priorities just shift and they change and yeah, it's, I always said I wanted to like work my butt off. I had no problem working those hours because honestly, like the job, I found the 
job extremely rewarding. We did like three events a day and it was like, wham, bam, everything just had to be perfect. And you're just executing on like a timeline. You're just like pump full of adrenaline all day. I found that like awesome. And then at 2 a.m. you slam the truck, you high five your guys like we did it again. That's awesome. But yeah, it's not sustainable. I always said that I wanted to just work my butt off until my oldest kid turned five. And then take like the net gains from that business. And, you know, that those were like my working years that I like defined. And then I obviously I probably would have never found a way out of that business because it's so relationship based and you just get you would needed something like COVID to yeah. interrupt the pattern. And it sounds like you were still enjoying it. So it wasn't a matter of like it running its course. You know, you just I was at the breaking point. Definitely. Oh, okay running like yeah it was it was a lot of back at midnight and leaving at 4 a.m over and over and over and it was like it's fun i loved it i loved the clients but it's like everybody in the event industry says that yeah it's i don't know it's tough and i and i get it to an extent like i've never been in that same situation but my my wife who is very supportive of this venture of me trying to make this into something you know, for the future, uh, which is tough with audio stuff. I mean, people do it, but when you're just a guy talking about microphones, it's a, it's a, it's a little harder, especially when you don't know what the hell you're talking about for the most part. But, uh, yeah, she's, she actually took the leap. She's definitely not a, an online personality or podcast or anything like that, but she's a hell of a baker. And she, she decided to just run with a cupcake business. She quit her job she she's going first i guess you could say she's doing her thing first and the whole reason i was like hey you want to hop on tonight because she's she got a shit ton of orders and she's just she's probably going to be baking till 1 or 2 a.m i'm like well i need to find something to do tonight so hopefully jordan's still game to do this but yeah it's a but that alone has changed my life like just just seeing her go for it and it's working and now she's got her cupcakes and a bunch of local stores and it's just rolling downhill really fast at this point. I'm like, come on, come on, sell some more cupcakes. Like I'll quit my job. I'll just do this. You can cover me for a little bit and uh, we'll we'll see. We're not quite there yet, but, but I would, I would actually, I would actually love to get my hand forced in that situation because the first time I made the decision to walk away from too many hours and, and too much work, which was the highest paying job I've ever had by far. You know, that was, I had to make that decision. Like I just sat in my living room crying, not cause I lost the business, but cause I just, I never saw my kids ever. Yeah. And I was like, you know, something's got to change. Like I know I make good money, but that's, it's, that's not what it's all about at all. So one thing that I need to start trying to do things for myself and, and, uh, quit working for corporations. The family stuff aside, what would you like your perfect channel ideal be what would you cut out just a little do you ask what my perfect channel idea YouTube would be like? channel like like how how much time a day would you spend what types of videos do you wish that if you were full-time you could make that you can't make now the, the, <laughs> that's a funny question because if if i could choose what kind of videos i make i honest to god would choose to make the same ones so if for some reason 
I got lucky enough to where I did not have to work a nine to five and I had all that time at my disposal, I probably wouldn't do anything different. Like I know a lot of people as they grow with the creator stuff, they get bigger and better equipment. They get better cameras. They get, thank you guys for showing up by the way. Um, bigger, better cameras. The the look is better. Everything's better. I actually, this is a really dumb statement of my age, but I grew up fucking punk through and through. I always had problems with authority. I always just wanted to do what I wanted to do and nothing more. And if it was too complicated, I was like, fuck it. If it was too much work, I was like, nope, like there's gotta be a way to do exactly what you want to do and make it work. So my videos would look the same. 100%. I would still record them with this phone (laughs) and, you know, just, I I wouldn't change a thing. I would just enjoy being able to do it for probably four hours a day. Like you said, you do like four hours a day would be perfect. Probably four hours a day, four days a week. And I would just, I I would just do the same thing. I like your videos. Like honestly, and that's like kind of, I had like an era where I made like similar videos. Like how do you get the most out of this? Like, XLR to USB cable. Like, let's just really dig into it. And the reason that I like moved on from that is like, honestly, just like the comments are like, you're doing it wrong. As if like, I didn't know that there's a better way. And finally I got enough of them. I'm like, I just want to see how to do it. Like, right. Like I probably have like 50 videos on how to set up a Scarlet 2i2. It's like, well, all right. I guess like, like, at the end of the day, I just want to answer people's questions and give them help and like get them on their way as fast as possible. Because, you know, somewhere they're just sitting with a pile of equipment in front of them and they don't know. So I'm like, oh, like, I guess if I can help more people. But like, I like the videos you make. Like, I think there is a group of people trying to do like interesting things like that. And it makes sense. Yeah. And I, and I just, you know, I want to keep it simple. And then whenever I have a complicated question and it may, may not be necessarily always complicated, but when I run into something like, um, I have tried multiple times to, you know, get a nice camera in. like I've owned a Sony ZV one and tried mirrorless, this mirrorless, that. And I'm like, you know what? Like it's better. I see the visual aspect of it being better, but I can't just plug my interface into it and go, you know, like I have to, I have to run, wires and and this and that which is fun too but when i toyed around with doing that i was like all right i'm gonna head over to ketner creative and see what he suggests on you know just wiring straight to a mirrorless camera or a dslr i think i even messaged you and asked or something like you know do you do you hear a difference like a major difference in running it this way as opposed to that way and uh yeah there's there's so much stuff that i don't know and that I want to learn, but at my own pace. And, uh, at at the same time, I kind of want that to be seen on the channel. Like I've had plenty of comments, like, like, dude, you're clearly not a professional, this, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, I know I've said that so many times on my videos. Like I am not a professional. I do not expect you to listen to me, but if you want to hear what this weird ass microphone that I found somewhere (laughs) random for 20 bucks sounds like, and you can't find a shred of evidence that it exists on the internet, I'm your guy. Like I will find it. Or if you point it out, I will find it and I will make that purchase before you do. So you know whether or not it's a good idea. Yeah. I have a similar kind of philosophy. Like I watch 
like a video by like Tom Buck. I'm like, this is a beautiful, like scripted, produced, yeah. two, maybe three camera shoot. He has like a story, a narrative. He's like, he's so much better at all that stuff. At the end of the day, like, I know videos that I can make. I know I can go from concept to being on YouTube in about two hours and then I have some like optimization and thumbnails and stuff like that. I'm like, that's the video that I can make. I can't like full of self-doubt that I couldn't make a video like Tom Buck. It's just that I wouldn't. Yeah. His videos, it's just, that's not where I can put my energy as not, not a match for my personality type, but I can do like these two camera just, slice and dice and ram it out thing pretty easy because at the end of the day they just want to know how to do whatever they're trying to do with their equipment but yeah i get totally stuck whenever like if i'm on a run where i make like 15 videos in 15 days then i keep like the quality just kind of keeps going up and then it becomes like now this video takes six hours and it's not fun yeah i don't get like the instant payoff like it's a different thing yeah. And, and at the end of the day, we're not Tom. Like, Tom's great. Yeah. And I go watch Tom when I want to just, well, I like Tom's personality. I go for that a lot of the time. But, you know, and I, but I do like his visuals. I like the colors. I like just the way he blends stuff. But then, you know, I also like, I, I feel like most viewers on YouTube that are subscribing to those really big channels, and I'm not talking about Tom, like, Tom's got a great following, but like anyone that's got, four or 500,000 subscribers. Like, I feel like the majority of those, they want the same content across different creators. Like they want it their way and they want it. I don't know. They want the thumbnail of one guy's to look like the other. They they just want it all to be the same. And, And me as a viewer, I just try to look at everything from a viewer perspective. Like if I want a straightforward, easy to understand answer, and this cool ass background of like what looks like you're still using your equipment from your last job. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's where I'm going to go. Like if I need a, a simple answer straight to the point, like teach me this, like I know I can go to you. And if I want a little more story or something intertwined, or if I want to laugh, I go to this guy or, you know, there's, there's just so many different ways to go. And that's not, what I always tell people. Not my guess, but when I want to learn something as quick as possible that I have a question about, I had I go to you first because the, you're probably going to have something related to a a query that I have, as opposed to me yeah. just looking for entertainment. That is like kind of my philosophy. Like I don't want to be telling stories unless it's like relevant to like the, hey, I did this once at an event and it went sideways. Don't do that. But like, yeah, definitely all meat and potatoes. I forget what other point I was going to make there. But yeah, it's just um, whenever people ask me about like, how should I start making YouTube videos? I tell them like, there's a group of people that want to watch you explain a video. And there's a group of people that want to watch you explain a video. And there's a group of people that want to watch Tom or Podcastage or whoever else the same people everybody just wants to hear their guy because the way that they deliver the message connects with them like it sounds like yeah. the way that my my videos deliver the message connects with you but i know there's people that watch tom sing them like camcorder versus dslr and all that stuff and it's like they get a ton out of that to solve their problem so it's like yeah there's just groups of people so like 
I will never like I have friends that ask me how they should get started and if if they're like okay with them copying my videos or whatever I'm like I don't care because there's going to be a group of people that want to see you explain it because you're going to have your own thing right everybody has context yeah but yeah mine is definitely like meat and potatoes yeah <laughs> like there's and, no and if I think about it in the exact context you're saying like when I do have a free hour in the evening and I lay down with my wife and, and we watch something on TV, which is somewhat rare. I don't watch the same show every night. You know, I don't just watch, you know, a, a how to home repair show. You know, I, I don't watch more than one sitcom. I don't watch more than one drama. You know, I, I have to have variety. Yeah. So that's, that's where we come in. You know, if, if somebody wants to just see what kind of ridiculous statement or, blurb that should be edited out that i'm like no fuck that i'm not (laughs) i'm not editing that out i'm leaving it in you know that just yeah just have variety like youtube is about variety that's why there are tons and tons of channels that are you know 10,000 20,000 100,000 subs like we i'd get really bored it's it's like music if i listen to the same band or same genre of music all the time i'd be miserable it is so crazy with YouTube because like even in our genre, like I don't know how many guys there are. There's like there's ten, I would say, that are like mostly about microphones, and then maybe there's like twenty or thirty in the sphere. It's like you can forget about a guy and then a year later, like, oh yeah, that guy was awesome. He's like yeah. but he wasn't in your feed for like six months, and then you'll go deep and watch like ten of his videos, like, oh, that's so good the way that he does yeah. it. And then he'll just disappear into like the ether again. You're like <laughs> So many people. And, and I guess that's why so many people, you know, beg to, for you to hit that notification bell. Like I need reminded sometimes I'm like, you know, shit, I forgot about him or I forgot about her. Like I need to need to hit that notification bell. Cause then there are, there's, there's one I found yesterday and I, I already can't remember his name. I've only watched like three videos, but he's a voiceover guy and he's great. And his voice is fucking fantastic. And he, he's just, he's cool as cool as can be. And I'm like, I got it. I got to remember it. The notification bell on that guy because I cannot forget about this dude again. But yeah, it's it's a it's a thing, man. It's it's cool sometimes. Like I know that certain viewers latch on to people, but like I I don't know if you take it as a compliment or not. But like, have you ever been lumped in with a creator or two creators? Like, oh man, I love you and and them and them. And it's like it just feels good sometimes to even be mentioned in the same breath with people that have taken it farther yeah like even in youtube studio they say like your viewers also watch these channels like yes that's interesting like i know i wouldn't have expected somebody from that audience to be watching enough videos of mine to lump me in i'm like well that's all right that's cool yeah i think it makes me glad that i'm not a camera guy because there's a ton of those (laughs) i don't know if there's a ton of like more audio focused people there are, but the camera guys, man, I, I can't keep track of those. I, I cannot yeah. keep track of the camera guys. There's a million, it seems. And it doesn't even feel good trying because their stuff looks so good. It's just like, oh, oh I am horrible. Yeah. <laughs> My stock, like everything's just like bolted to a frame here. There's no creative, nothing. Yeah. But it is. But it is. You know, it, it it's, I don't, I don't know. Sometimes shit can be too flashy. Like, have you ever watched Clerks, the movie Clerks, Kevin Smith film? Uh, I don't think so, no. It's, I mean, it's like a 90s 
I don't know how to explain it, but clerks, mall rats, Jay and silent Bob. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. So clerks, clerks is basically one of the first Jay and silent Bob movies. It's a black and white film shot with, I don't know, nothing cutting edge, but great movie, you know, and, and Blair witch project, maybe not so great now, but I watched that like five times in theaters and it, it was, the quality was shit, you know, it's just, the content was good. Not saying your background is shit, but I love your background because it's just different. Like I can't go anywhere else on YouTube and get that background, that background. If I see those at an event, cause that's, that's where I would see them. It takes me back to one of my jobs when we had an annual meeting and there was banners and all kinds of lighting. And, and, you know, if I see those, I'm like, Oh, Kettner creative right there. Yeah. It's a brand element now. Yeah. If you're familiar with like Drumeo, have like those sound panels behind like the blue up lights with those sound like they own that and it's just like generic sound panels and this is just like generic black trust but it's like now if you see it i used to have my face and thumbnails and it kind of i just hated taking those pictures they're such uh, they work but they don't i but anyway so yeah now this brand element that like you said if they see this with like a fluorescent i describe it as like candy colors yeah. but like you just know what the video is going to be and same thing like i've seen like you now like using like the brick and like parts of your studio and it's like that's so like smart boom foam brick at that yeah. with sticky shit on the other side of it oh yeah oh, yeah it's, awesome. it's, just, it's wall decoration you know and it's it's not even it doesn't even go all the way out like it's uh you know it, it's it's gray on down the line oh, yeah nice so, and shit all over the place, beer fridge, guitars, skateboards, not that I skateboard. I'm too old for that shit, but, but yeah, it, you know, TV in the background, some black brick shit. And I'm well, the thing that most there. people don't know is that I film inside of a C can. <laughs> I'm literally inside of C containers that they ship stuff on through like boats. Now that see that. That gives your channel even more character. I'm even more intrigued now. Like, that's awesome to me. So this thing, because I never had space at my house, first got into that. There's a bit of the Canadian accent. House. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, we, yeah. I don't have a room. I don't have a space for it. I'm like, I you can throw a sea can outside in like 24 hours. I'm like, do it. <laughs> Yeah, you you did the same thing. You did the same thing as me. Like I literally, this is a prefab like storage building with double doors on one side, another door here. I even bought it used, and it's got like linoleum floor. It already had wiring ran. I had it delivered. I set up my studio, studio quotations, and that's you know to me that's endearing because it's like you care so much about what you're doing that you know you'll do whatever it takes to get the space to make it happen. And, and not a soul. It was, they know now, they know now what you're in, but they wouldn't have known before. It was brutal though. Cause if it rained, I couldn't film. I have it relatively well insulated that when you're in there, it's fine. But if it rained, I was like done. But now I actually built like a 2000 square foot shop. And this is inside of that now, just as like an homage but it's like a, it, it's also like a room inside of a room so i got like the air gaps and everything and i'm but yeah i, I kept the sea can just because it's like that's eh, it's what we do here now yeah i wouldn't have covered it that, that's a yeah. that's a, you know just like my idea to 
grab this prefab build and can do what I did with it. Like that's, that's just a cool idea. I mean, that's a uh, beginnings. I wouldn't want to leave my beginnings, even though you build around it. It's really yeah, cool. exactly. That's exactly. I, I would have never known. Did, did it take a lot to get that, you know, sounding decent? <clears throat> uh, we've always had it off the ground, so that's good. And then we brought in a spray foam guy. They spray foamed it. That took a little bit of the edge off. And then since I came from the vent industry, we just had like a ton of this black drape. Um, it's called velour drape, but it just eats up all the kind of stuff. So it's pretty handy. And then even behind the truss, there's white drape back there. Um, then you got what kind of, like what that. are you using to, do you have like some floor lights that are pointing up? in the back of there uh yeah they're called so they're from the event industry those things are like a thousand bucks a pop so it's like no i can't recommend that to anybody with a straight face but we just had them from the other business but they're like waterproof 20 hour battery you can control them with like your phone or you can hook them up to like a pro lighting like they're like way overkill for what i'm doing now i'm like but you have i'd sell them sell them for 50 cents on the dollar and end up with something worse so yeah you had eight of them it's perfect yeah, might as well just keep them yeah, yeah. That, that's and that's interesting like this is why i want to do this stuff just to learn more and by the way like i am a very blunt straightforward person i tell everybody that hops on this with me all three of them now but if at any time you just need to go you just do that like it's it's all good i don't know how long you expect to be on here or how long you want to do anything i'm i'm good for a while at least until my batteries died but you can do you know you do whatever you need to do but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, doing this, it's really cool to learn that I'm not the only person that I know now that just set up, set up four walls and just started doing it. Yeah. And even in terms of like momentum, like there's been like eras where I take like a month off and then you come back and you're like, well, like a lot of work to make a video and you, you're kind of like out of the rhythm when you're in the rhythm, it's fine. But then I always make some like throwaway video like can this interface power a set of 250 ohm headphones it's like a 90 second video but just like ah feels good to get one out flywheels going again then tomorrow i'm gonna make one that's like three minutes okay let's do that and you just kind of play this like creator game with yourself to get momentum going what's the least thing that i can do today okay yeah and usually for me that's a short since they introduced those like i finally found a, a way to have fun doing them it's just kind of like the mic battle stuff, but yeah, it's, yeah. that's one thing I wish I could do is find a way to make some longer videos. Cause like when I have just a handheld microphone, like I'll look at my counter and I'm like, Oh, I'm going to whopping three and a half minutes and I'm done. Like, what do I do? Like nothing. I can produce it, put it out, be done. But what, what do you do to what's up? Banjo of podcastage. Thank you as well for that. But what do you, what do you do to battle burnout? Do you get burnout? Do you like, yeah, yeah, I definitely, there's not like, I'm really bipolar with my YouTube channel. Like I'll, I'll go a month and make like 40 videos in a month and then I'll literally take three months off and just disappear. So it's just not a bad idea. Of, I call that yeah, the vault pulling videos from the vault. And it's like, it's an awesome thing about not doing lifestyle videos. Right. Um, yeah. Nobody cares where I am today. If I can make a video that helps answer somebody's question or gives them a little bit of information or a little bit of context, then that's awesome and helpful. And so, but then those videos last for the 
I have a video on like how to set up a projector from like 2020. That's just like cooking has nothing to do with my channel. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All about. yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of look at them. I don't think of it like too businessy, but I do think of like every video as an asset, like a rental property. Like you just throw it out there and it'll just cook for a while and do its yeah. thing. Yeah. I think that's my, my approach is somewhat like that. It's, it's definitely, uh, which some people have different definitions of what quality is, but I'm, I am definitely all about quantity. So like yeah. I, I found myself more like I'll look back and I'll be like, shit, man, I had like, I had 20 videos just in, in March. What am I doing? Like, what, what am I, am I, is there, am I putting any thought behind this at all? Or am I just like, Fuck it. <laughs> let's just let's And I could just, not care less about the algorithm. Like I don't know if you Oh like I on Sun on Sunday I launched like seven. I was like, should I time delay them? Yup. Should I yeah. do I care enough to do it? Nope. Like I just want to click the button. Be, like they come out 30 minutes apart on YouTube as fast as I'm editing. Bah, 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 and then I'll go quiet for like three weeks. <laughs> like I don't care. Kind of like that. I usually do like the early release stuff to like channel members so if i've got seven ready i'm like well members are getting six videos this week you know (laughs) i wanted to do the whole youtube channel membership thing i just did not have the patience to like like you said well have a video so now i got to give them the early release now it's like now i just say for youtube supporters like if you want it's a donation but like i don't don't expect anything from me i'm not like Yeah. yeah i went down that for a while but I think that's not where main, my energy is. I think that's the main reason I did the membership is just because I was, you know, my videos are so easy to produce that I was just pumping them out. And I'm like, man, I don't want to like, you know, I don't want Louton Audio to send me a microphone and me give it like 12 hours of play before I release one from another company, you know? So I'll just, I'll stagger them that way. Like they'll be uploaded, they'll be ready, but I'll just, you know, I'll go into work in the morning and be like, ah, do I have one to release today? Like, oh yeah, there's that early release one. I'll just make it public and, and then do you appreciate that a little bit. But. Do you approach videos differently or do you feel differently making videos that are like sponsored or donated or? Yes and no. Um, I was talking about, I was talking about this with Bronson from Audio Hotline because me and him have become like, I don't know, closer than anyone I know around here. Like I talk to him, we just talk daily and, uh, we, we were discussing that a little bit too. And, and it is, I, I try, I try to be principled. We actually mentioned you, Bandrew, if you're still here, cause you're very principled. Like he keeps every microphone. He doesn't accept money, uh, which, which is awesome. I have to accept money. <laughs> like I, I literally have to, if I ever want to make this a, a thing. And, and my goal is to not work a nine to five. Like some people love a nine to five. I hate a nine to five. I hate working for other people. I hate, you know, I just, I don't like it. I just want to do what I want to do because life is too damn short. So when someone sends me product and there's no payment, like I don't have any second thoughts about that at all. If, if, if it sucks, it sucks, you know, and, and I tell them like, I'm not, you know, there will be no sugar coating it. If, if I don't like this thing, even if I unjustly don't like it, even <clears throat> if it's a quirk for me that I don't like something about this, just know it, you know, it'll be said, I won't be harsh about it, but it'll be, it'll be said like, I don't want to beat anything down, but if I don't like something, I don't like something. But if, uh, 
I've only been paid on a couple and one of them was a Sterling audio video and they sent me like three dynamic mics uh, and just wanted them all featured together. And I was like, I'm going to treat this uh, since I'm being paid. Like I told him, I was like, if you're paying me, I was like, I'm, I'm not going to just flat out recommend any of these mics to anyone. It's going to be more like a product demonstration and what I think each mic would be good for if you were to choose one of these three mics. Like kind of keep it, you know, like not bite the hand that feeds clean off, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm not going to pump them up. Like it's going to be a product demonstration. I think I kind of said something along those lines when I did it. Luckily, I had experience with two of the three mics already, so I kind of knew that they were solid. But I don't like that feeling. Like it was nice to get paid for that one, but I would love to get this to a point to where I also would rather not be paid. Like hopefully it would just, you know, I'd be perfectly happy if the channel content, the ad revenue, the affiliate link stuff, I'd be perfectly happy if that was that, because I'm not really much of a money guy anyways, which is weird. Some and banking, but I don't, I just want what I need. I don't want too much. Like I just need what I need to keep my family going, to keep what I'm doing going. I don't, fucking want to be rich if i was i'd give most of it away because there's people that need it i don't need it you know i just i just need to be okay so yeah hopefully i get to that point but which i am with my job but hopefully i can get that to that point without a nine to five so ultimately i would love to not take any kind of payments to do any kind of reviews but in the early stages of trying this like yeah i'll take your money and this is how i'm going to treat the video and if you don't want to do it that's fine and so on and so forth yeah i did one <clears throat> brand deal for a company and it was similar to that they really i made some videos on their product and they liked them and the guy was just like emailing me and he was like a fan basically but he worked at a good manufacturer and then they wanted to do another video so I, I basically told them that like i could do it but literally i just build them for studio time <laughs> like my st studio and me is worth 200 bucks an hour it'll take 10 hours to do and this is what we're gonna do and this is the video you're gonna get just build it out as if i was a production company and even then it's like i did all the disclosures and all that on the video and it's just like that was my least favorite video to produce of all time <laughs> like right now if i want to do last week i did I've just been murdering mic activators lately. It's like, that's just what I was into that week. And I find when I go deep on a subject, I did it once before on like XLR cable where I ripped apart like 10 different XLR cables. And like, it's fun for me because you do them so wham, bam, that you're like in it. It's like reading three books on the same subject. You like, you get well-rounded and you can, so I like, but when somebody says well, video four has to be about this, I'm like, ugh. It's like, no, I, I don't even want, like, I wanted to make that video genuinely before I sold it to him. Once he paid me, I'm like, I don't even want to make the video. Like, it just feels, I don't like it anymore. It's not fun. It does take the fun out of it. Yeah. Like, it's like now the deliverer thing. And, and that one was like a, how to set up video and a lot of videos like that. So it's, it's like bread and butter, but at the same time, you're just like, well, they're paying me. And I wouldn't say like, this doesn't work. It's just like, it just changes it. From that yeah. moment on, like, I'm just going to buy everything. It's like, I don't like this feeling. <laughs> yeah, but it's not good. I actually made this statement the other day, too, in the same conversation with, you know, Bronson. Uh, we were just talking about how companies sometimes, they, they just expect 
so much. And I was like, and of course this is my young, you know, punk loving self coming out. I was like, I have had three companies completely cut me off and be like, we're not fucking with you anymore. And I'm like, that's kind of a win. Like that feels, that feels kind of nice. You know, it's like, at least it's, it reminds you a little bit, like, at least I do have at least most of the integrity I went into this with, like for a company to be like, yeah, we're not, we're not messing with you anymore. So now I just, I had one overseas company. That's like, they've just been peppering me for fucking ever. And they're just like, we're going to send this. We're going to send this. We're going to send this. I'm like, no, like, don't, 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 don't. And then finally, I'm like, send it. It's going into a black hole. I'm, I promise you, I'm not going to look at it. And then they're like, okay, okay. And then, and then they're like, well, let us know when you make a video about this so we can ramp up our, I'm like, no. Okay. I don't even want it to go to a black hole anymore. I'm going to refuse the package. Like, that is not what I'm saying, even a little bit. Like, I want no part of your brand. I was just being polite you sent 20 of these like just stop stop that, that had to be that had to be from a different continent i'll just say that <laughs> yeah. yeah so like all the stuff on my website is like i would love to hear from companies that have like north american distribution like proper because like and i don't want like free stuff i don't want this i just want to like have a discussion so i could be like what were you guys thinking when you made this? Or like, what what, what did you see? Because there's some products out there where you're like, where does that fit in the market? Like, I don't, I know I'm missing what they were aiming for. And a couple of them are actually like pretty big. Like, it's not what they marketed, but it's, yeah. So like, I want to get a conversation going so I can like understand the product. But I, I, Yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Because one company in particular, sent me an interface and I, I emailed him after using it and I was like, I'm not trying to be rude, but this is garbage. Like this is straight garbage. Like I can't review this. I can't put this on my channel unless, unless you're completely cool with me just shitting all over it. Uh, podcasted. Sorry. I'm not reading all the comments. They pop up and they go, but, uh, Andrew said, what do you say? You could probably see it too, right? Where to send it dear. It's always dearest. Yeah. Give me that back. My dearest Kettner. Uh, it reminds me of like the, the Twitter accounts that are like general Andrew Luck. Dearest Mr. Kettner. Damn it, it went away. Damn you. I read dude. it, but I don't know if I could repeat it. But well, not because it was bad or okay. anything, but just it was just the cliche. We've all got those Oh yeah. Yeah. Coming in. And but I don't say that me? to be pretentious. But no. And that company, they sent me a second interface. And the problem with the interface was you turn on phantom power and it squealed like a hog. Like it was like, it sounded like fucking pig. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? And they're like, okay, we'll send you another one. So they sent me another one in a different color, of course, because that makes things better. And I turned right. phantom power on. It was like, this is unusable. I was like, you guys can't, and I was, I can't tell them what to do, but I was like, you know, you can't sell this. Like you can't do this. And that shit was on sale, you know, a week later. And I was like, and of course the reviews are just God awful. I was like, why didn't they listen? Yeah. You know, like, like I, I never did put it on my channel. I've got two of those damn interfaces sitting here right now somewhere that I'm trying to sell off as like, you know, dynamic mic only <laughs> and kind of weak for that. But like, why, why don't you just listen? Like building a brand is, you know, you can't just put shit out, you know, it, it, 
Sometimes it works, I guess, but in restaurants for the most part, but nobody's going to buy an interface if it sounds like a earthquake siren going off. It was, it was bad. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. I'm like, why, why do some companies just simply not give a shit at all and just want their shit on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not good enough. Like you can't become right by knocking off focus, right? Like we can go, we can go the other way and be like, how did road pull this off? Okay. We have manufacturers that have been in digital mixers for fucking ever. I come from like the event industry, right? Allen and Heath, Midas, Yamaha, all these guys. How is road the best small home podcast mixer under like, how did Allen and Heath let that go? Yeah, I don't like, know. I- I don't know how people let this company pass them by, but that's what they're doing. Road is just cleaning up. They found unbelievable how they've taken everybody's lunch. Yeah. And now nobody can even catch up. I mean, you have Tascam trying with like the Mixcast 4, which is a solid unit. Actually, it's, you know, in ways it's more solid than the first Roadcaster Pro. Yeah. But I still, I still preferred the Roadcaster Pro over it, but it's like, how is how is no one even stepping up to the plate at this point? Like, and then you've got all these companies releasing Rode Caster Pro competitors, like Yamaha's coming out with an AG08, I believe. I and it's a that. live streaming looks- mixer. It doesn't have a fucking SD card in it. Like, if it doesn't record, I'm not <clears throat> in it. You know, because when I, I saw the AG08, my thought was that it was supposed to be a Go XLR killer on the streaming side. I've had a lot of people use one of those, and it's the road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yamaha. Oh man. I, I love Yamaha so much. I actually used to be a dealer when we had the, the business, but it's like, they're so good and so such high value, but then sometimes they just kind of miss the mark a little yeah, bit. They, they make good stuff. I've got a guitar hanging on my wall. Yeah. The Pacifica my, is like, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, I love what they make and their shit is underrated until it comes down to like those big mixing consoles, which are solid, but they're, you know, I mean, this is a brand new release years after the first roadcaster, a year or two after the second roadcaster as a like company 10 years after the AG06. Yeah. Like the AG06 has been forever. Yeah. And that was pretty cool back then, but I mean, I still use it on my desk. <laughs> it's nice. You know, it, it's, it's got a lot of IO and it's just good, but how do you sit down? I, can't say that every company has a board meeting but you know the 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 think tank how are they sitting around like oh no it doesn't need sd card recording like oh no it, it doesn't need a touch screen no it doesn't you know no we don't need to do any of that like and it's like eight, 800 bucks like yeah it does need those because you're letting road just take your lunch money every single day and i don't i just don't get it but then they released another product i saw harris heller for it but it was it was basically like an audio interface for streamers but then it had a hdmi pass-through yeah but then the hdmi pass-through was like 1080 and like a low frame rate like no gamer would go for it because the HD- that was like the crowning feature of the whole device was it was truly an all-in-one blah 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 blah, blah. Yep. but then yeah, no gamer is going to go for that if it doesn't have the specs for the video yeah like it's confusing. So close. They, they've got yeah. big tanks. And I'm like, what? why? Just why? It just doesn't make yeah. sense. But then they do have genius products too. It's like, ah, 
Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I get being hit and miss, but I, I just feel like if you if you are um, I just found a broken shock mount. If you if you just listen to the people, like if if you find if I'm working for Yamaha, or if I'm working for you know Zoom or something like I'm. I'm searching through some of these YouTube channels, discords, and I'm, I'm searching through their comment sections and I'm, you know, I'm finding out what people actually want. Because if you, if you go to a lot of these channels and, and look through that stuff, like there's a majority, you know, there's, there's definitely a majority that they want something. But then road went the other way, right? They iterated yeah. so fast. They figured out we can't software update. And they basically dumped on everybody that just spent 600 bucks on the roadcaster and like, sorry, we had to, make like it it didn't do what our future needed it to do and it's like cool like that's a tough move it is that fast too but at the same time look at how many people at least that i've seen that upgraded that you know repop because really you know you sell your old one and you just add a 100 200 bucks probably more like 200 but that that's worthwhile upgrade to me instead of spending 200 dollars more on the latest and greatest new mixer from a different brand like oh well road just up their game and i can sell mine and buy that for a couple hundred more like i'm cool with that like it didn't bother me a bit when that came out because i had the roadcaster pro when the second one came out i was like that's cool i was like i'm not going to buy it but you know if i wanted to sell this and, and do that and you know no hard feelings from me like it looks better in every single way so who am i to be mad yeah was better than my knock on the mix cast is just that you're just wanting to start a podcast with your friends and you want four sm7b's and a roadcaster because those people are out there they just want to go for it the task cam just is more technical like the settings aren't quite as like easy button no like i would compare it like android versus iphone the roadcaster literally just works. You turn it on within 45 seconds, you can have four hot mics and an SD card you're cooking. Yeah. We're like, even to firmware upgrade, upgrade the test cam, you have to like download a file onto an SD card. Yeah, that was You have to transfer it over. You have to do this like hard boot to the, it's like, what? Like where the roadcaster just updates over the air, like magically. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like it's just a better yeah. product. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I own that Tascam Mixcast 4 for maybe two months. And I think by the time the second update came out, I was like, I don't like doing this. Like, I really don't. I really don't want to do it this way. Like, I miss the Roadcaster Pro. So I was like, piss on it. Like, you know, it's just spoken word. So I got rid of everything and just grabbed a Zoom P4, the PodTrack P4. I was like, you know, the pandemic killed off most of my in-house podcasts. Like, I used to have a group of, you know, buddies that I could just bring up like, Hey, I'm recording tonight. The first two of you that get here, like that's, who's going to be on mics. And, you know, we do that. And the pandemic just absolutely killed that off. So, so now, yeah. like, I'll just keep a P4 around in case people tend to drop by and, and want to record, but I'm not going to have a $700 mixer in here for, for when it's essentially just me most of the time. So, yeah, which is where this okay. comes from. It's like, Hey, if I want a little human connection, I'll just I'll just do it virtually. We'll just do it, you know, over the air. Yeah, well, this is sweet. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, it, it's 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 a nice little format. I'm just I'm surprised at how good it looks after the fact. Like, yeah, the 
internet and stuff. Well, I'm sure there's some some fuzzy parts and some glitches here and there, but it, it's simple, you know. And, and my channel's a lot about simplicity and just yeah, just want to get more people on that I have a respect for and and a you know a thirst for those videos. Like, and I'm I'm kind. Of I was just thinking it would even be cool if we got like five or six of us. Like, I think there's like. Tom, I've never interacted with Bandrew in any meaningful way, but I've seen a million of his videos. Him, Audio Hotline, like it'd be actually kind of cool to have like six or eight of us that it are would. like part of like a once a month and four make it one month and three make it the next. But yeah, and I think I think honestly, the, yeah, totally. I think it'd just be interesting to see what comes up. Maybe that's what's next. But, I don't know if you can do it through the YouTube Live app, but shit, there's there's apps for that. There's programs for that. So. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Then it would just become a matter of like who's hosting it, you know, who's <laughs> who's reaping the uh everybody will reap the rewards, but who's reaping the the instant gratification off that one, but Yeah. Give it to some unknown, just blow up some random channel. Yeah. That would be fun. <laughs> and there's some good ones out there, man. It's it's hard to Yeah. It's hard to grow. I mean, it took me a long Every once in a while, yeah, I see like a killer video. I'm like, "Whoo, this has a ton of information. It's like 69 views." Like what yeah and that's and that's <laughs> this guy's like that's where i get that whole like you know people love their polished and three camera angles and just you know you can tell somebody spent days on this video and that's like fuck for 69 views and for three <laughs> subscribers you know like it, it's tough out there it is tough i yeah. i feel very fortunate to have the you know the small following that i have because you know not competing with anyone as far as visuals go so it is all i learned a lot about efficiency like this couple 30-day sprints i did or it's just like i'm gonna do 30 videos in 30 days and it's like you learn oh nobody cared about that they just want the meat and potatoes yeah 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 but i also i know i could learn to storytell and script better i just yeah, but if if it's not what you do, you know, and if it's not what you, yeah, it's just you know you gotta you gotta set out and like I, I do another channel where I'm just attempting to do like tech stuff, it's obscure tech, and I'm just like you know if I'm interested in a phone or a tablet or this or that, like I'm not trying to make anything of it. It's just why not, you know? Because sometimes I'm like I don't want to do a microphone video today. I want to do a video about some weird random netbook or something that. I get enjoyment out of. And I don't put too much, I don't put too much into those as far as like just trying to have fun with them. Like, here's the information, you know, so it's, yeah, it's, it's about what you do. Like maybe, maybe in the future you'll, you'll get into knitting and you'll have a badass knitting channel where you're knitting and telling stories the whole time. You know, it's different, uh, different things for different ideas. I, I like the idea because I, I, sometimes I just want the shit shot to me straight and yeah, excellent with that stuff like i want to know how to make these cables do this i don't want to hear somebody it is like, about it i just want to hear how it happens i do get flamed on it sometimes too because it's like in like if i'm like doing a series i have this philosophy that's like i know how i am when i buy stuff online and this is the way i make the videos that i make if i want to get into podcast the dining with the roadcaster with this boom arm, I want to see it all in one video. So I literally just make a matrix of like microphones and mixers and I'm just make grinding these videos. So like eight videos in a row at the 
between like line level, mic level, and balance versus unbalanced, and TRS versus TS. And it's like, do not name knitting channel Kettner Creative Knitting because that acronym is <laughs> right. And actually, this is a misconception. Creative is actually spelled with a C. On I the do not want to yeah. bump into this. I'll probably have to change. It's the logo that makes it look like ah, KKK. That's it. But it's the second one is actually supposed to be a C. It's that, spelled normally because I didn't want I want the alliteration, but I don't want like the I don't want to have to tell everybody that I give my email to. It's it's creative with a K. Yeah, I just want to say creative. That's kind of funny because I'll have to yeah. fix the title when I'm done. <laughs> I saw. I did see it. I'm like, should I let him know? I should. Nah. Just, I should also put like Karen from Kettner Creative, and just yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Kettner Creative knitting. Knitting was not. Yeah, that, that would be unfortunate. Recommending a channel to you. Maybe it's crochet. Yeah. KKC. Yeah, especially with the German heritage that I have, it's right. not a good move. I think my heritage is also German, so yeah, <laughs> not feeling good about myself right now. Yeah. But yeah, so those videos do, I think, kind of drive my my audience nuts because I'll literally make the same video five days in a row with just a different microphone. But it's like, I'm not making it for you. I'm making it for the guy that wants to see this set of stuff because I know how I am. So I'm just making the video for him. And you can I have chapters. You can skip the chapter on line level and PRS and whatever. Yeah. It's all good. Kind of like that reminds me of the guy I was talking about earlier that I need to hit the notification bell, the voiceover guy, because he's he's done three videos three days in a row, and it's all about this microphone he got on Alibaba. But I've watched all three, and all three were enjoyable. So I'm like, keep it up, <laughs> you know. Tell you know, let's do a sibilance yeah. test tomorrow, and just just focus on that. So, yeah, and I do like value subscribers. Like I'm super thankful for the support. Yeah, right exactly <laughs> that is correct andrew <laughs> but um but i don't track the number at all in ter- like no. i think yeah i'm somewhere in the 50s but i'm not chasing I, I would love a plaque like that that seems like an achievement but it's like yeah i'm thankful for the support but at the end of the day i'm just trying to literally answer as many questions for as many people yeah, and and that's that's me too. I don't I don't I don't look at the numbers very often. Like I do I do go into my YouTube Studio app just see how many subs I get like day to day, but I don't research who they are or I don't look at my video analytics. That stuff just as a banker I don't give a shit about numbers. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just don't. I just I, that's a lot of work. That's yeah, a lot of work for something I can't control. Like, but I can control the videos I make. You know, I can control. You know, the community I build by finding like-minded people. And, you know, there's things I can control that are enjoyable, but I can't control the numbers. I can't control the revenue. None of that stuff is really within my power, especially when you don't give a shit about the algorithm, like you and I clearly said we do not. So I'm not playing yeah, I'm not that game. Timing. I, I don't want nothing to do with that. It's like I I just want to find my circle. And, and this has been a kick-ass five years as far as, like, finding my circle goes, like, some of the people I love yeah. to talk to the most are doing the same shit that I'm doing. And, you know, those, those friends that were only friends by default because they live here that I have nothing in common with. It's like, I still like you guys, but, uh, you know, I'm hopping online with Jared to talk about his knitting channel tonight. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty, it is pretty cool. Like we're thinking about moving to a small town, smaller than where we're at. And like, what about opportunity for my kids and this and that? And like, well, 
the thing that like I'm doing right now has nothing to do with anywhere where I am. Like they'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. The new way if and you're you are, talented. You are in Canada currently. Yeah, I'm just outside Vancouver, BC. Okay. Yeah, I've got a I have a buddy named Marty that I met through all this. He doesn't do YouTube, but he's a pod you know, he does a podcast. And he's he's right out outside of Vancouver as well. But nice. I like the Canadians. Yeah. I get along with them better. <clears throat> My dude, Strike Boogie. Ever heard of Strike Boogie? He's a music. He's a not really hip hop artist, more R and B. But he's in Canada. I don't know how big he is up there, but his shit's good. But Linus is like twenty minutes from here. Linus, te- he's right next yeah. door. I was yeah. so I was so involved in that. I was so sucked into that whole story. And that that's that's my kind of thing, man. I don't give a shit about celebrities. I don't care what Beyonce's doing. I don't care what. I do care what Pedro Pascal's doing. I fucking love that guy, but I, I don't care about most celebrities, but I do care about, you know, YouTubers. And I'm like, damn, Linus got hacked. That's, that's a big yeah. story. And there's been a lot leading up to it. Similar. Like think media had this, had a similar thing not too long ago. I didn't know ago. that. Yeah. They're the same thing. Pop up in my timeline at all anymore. Canucks fan. Uh, Canucks I fan. was, we used to, I actually used to have season tickets as a kid, but, um, ever since like all the player strikes and all that, by the second player strike, I was like, ah, I don't, I can't do this anymore. Moved on. I've aged out. Audio has taken over sports for me. Like this all started with a fantasy football podcast and I just don't really. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, the format we play in fantasy football, there's no podcast. So let's just do it ourselves. And we did. And it was successful and it worked out great. And the pandemic killed it. And, and now I now I don't I give a shit less about football. Now it's like football or the newest SE electronics microphone. I'll go with. Man, I'll they've go. been killing it. Yeah. yeah, they have. They really hit. Well, you had the Dynacaster in front of you a minute ago. Yeah, I guess That's, it's now the they renamed it the DM8. I guess, but yeah, a little confusing. But but, yeah, I was late on the game. I finally got one like a month ago or something. And yeah, it's good, Mike. I'd say it's like my desert island mic right now, like for value yeah. and this and that. It's like you can make it do whatever you want almost. Yeah. And it's still, you know, pushing half the price of the SM7B. And it still has great plosive projection. Build quality is just as good. Filters Active are or passive. Yeah. yeah. Hard to beat. And that, that's the thing, too. When you see other mic companies and audio companies, not just mixers and stuff, but people releasing microphones that are four or five, 600 bucks, but they don't even come close to the Dynacaster. It's like, what the hell? You know, what are you, what are you thinking? I, know. I saw so much hype on like the Sona. So I was like, oh, okay, I finally coughed it up, bought one. And I liked it at the beginning. And it was like, when you, and then you realize kind of where it's sitting in the market. Like, hmm. like, you know, the Dynacaster is hundred bucks less and better in every way. Like you can have the debate Dynacaster on SM7B all day, but it's like Dynacaster on Sona is no brainer. Well, that's a weird thing too. It's like dynamics. Like I like a good dynamic mic. Like to me, they're the best for the things that I do, which is podcasting, YouTube videos. And, you know, I don't do a lot of vocals in the studio making music, but how good can a dynamic be? You know, like, and if it is going to be good, it, it's because it's going to have those things the Dynacaster has, which is a, a booster built in, the filters to change the tone so it can be used across many voices. But how many dynamics have you threw in front of your face and talked into it and be like, holy shit, that's great. 
Like it just doesn't happen very often, you know? Yeah. I have this theory, it's just like, yeah. You did the Mayano PD one hundred and I've done a couple of videos on it now. It's like if you put that on a podcast, like percent of people couldn't tell a difference between that and the Sona. And even yeah. if they could tell a difference, they would Hopefully the message of your content supersedes that difference, right? It's like $50 now, you can get like that allows you to say what you need to say. Yeah. Yeah. If, if I, if someone were to tell me like today, like, you know, you, we've got to come take all your audio equipment and we're going to, you know, we're going to just give you. $75 worth of stuff. Like and they gave me a PD 100 and a cheap interface. Like I would continue to podcast and make videos. My videos wouldn't be about mics anymore, obviously, but it'd be fine. Like it, you, it still sound great. Cause there's so many people out there just recording with mics and it, they may have a nice one, but it may be three feet away from them. They may be throwing plosives into it like crazy. They may be talking in a really, you know, echoey room it's like yeah i can make any cheap dynamic work to where people will be like oh this sounds professional because it does you know it's anytime the audio doesn't just sound like trash and it sounds focused it sounds professional for the most part so a pd100 even when you're getting into that whole like usb versus xlr thing it's like people drive me crazy I hate USB mics. I re- I'm using one because of the format we're using this in. I, I do not like them, but that's more of a gearhead thing. That's more because I love that feel of clicking an XLR cable in. I love that piece of equipment with the buttons and the dials. And I don't want one little knob and a headphone jack that's usually weak. Like, I don't like USB mics. But but again, if if I had to use one, I would continue to create audio because... You know, it is good. It is easily good enough for the most part. Yeah, it's not a barrier in any way. Yeah. And when you get, you know, really, I don't want to say, don't know the exact words to use for it, but like I can typically hear that digitally, uh, you know, fake aspect of a USB mic. Like they do sound. They just have a sound to them. Not all of them, but most of them have a sound to them that's just like, yeah, that's just not right. Like, it sounds good, but that little bit, you can just hear like it's just, you know, a little too Tron-like, you know. This would fit right in the movie Tron. It just has that digital artifact in it, and I hate that sound, but they're not all like that. And that's just one of those things, like, nobody's going to catch that. Nobody's going to catch it if it sounds a little oversaturated or a little oddly processed because it's a weird USB mic. Nobody knows. I've heard, I was going to do an episode about my favorite podcasts and what they use. And I reached out to like five of my favorite podcasts and I, and and I love all of these shows and three of them were using blue Yetis. (laughs) And I would have never known. I would have never known. Like, Whatever. My yeah, jaw hits the floor that that's like still for sale at Best Buy, like with a straight face. Things old. It's old. It's like over a decade easily. Yeah. It's like there's nothing wrong with it. It was good no, for it's fine time, if you use it correctly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the podcasts I was blown away when this girl told me, like, yeah, I'm just using a Blue Yeti. I'm like, well, you're fucking using it right because it sounds like you sound good. You know, I don't sound good like that on it, but you sound great on it. So yeah, don't, don't change anything. 
Well, in Canada, anyway, there's still like 150 bucks. It's like, oh, God, and people still buy them, <laughs> even though there's tons of options that are, you know, two decades newer than that thing. People still buy them. Yeah. Whatever. That's marketing for you. That's, that's yeah. the glory of marketing. Well, I told you earlier, you know, if you need to go, have at it, bluntly do it. And, and it ends up being me that needs to go. So. <laughs> no, it's all good. This has been awesome. Yeah, I'm super thankful that you reached out. I'm, I'm glad you decided to do, do more and, of it. And you decided to, to hop on an hour early because I completely screwed up. <laughs> so I appreciate that as well. No, it's all good. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. The, just got to change the spelling. That's it. <laughs> I, I am going to get right on that, actually. <laughs> Too many K's in there. That, yeah. But you're right, though, man. It is the logo. I was just like, wait, crit. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, the logo's got two Ks in it. I'm just going to roll with that. But, eh, you know, yeah. that's what I do. If I had a dollar yeah. for every time somebody commented on one of my videos and like typo or, hey, you, you messed this part up or, hey, you, you accidentally burped in the middle. <laughs> like, okay, I'll go fix that real quick. So. But yeah, man, thank you. I appreciate the heck out of you coming on. Like, it's, it's not easy to find guests that, that just want to hop on randomly with. And talk about yeah. audio gear and stuff. Do you like reach that. out anytime? Yep. If you ever yeah. want to do and, it again, and that's and that's what made do. me comfortable. And thank you for that. Like the just the I haven't been on Twitter very long with my obscure mics page, and just some of the people that I don't know. I, I always like to assume that anybody who's so quick to to just be kind and and discuss back and forth, like you know, being strangers and not talking politics or any kind of garbage, but just you know, treating each other with uh with a shred of respect from a creative perspective i'm like yeah this dude's channels like you know 10 times bigger than mine and, and he's just as cool as can be like it, it's nothing yeah, i like your videos man yeah i appreciate You're that awesome. i mean it's it's just it's the whole connection thing man just agreeing to do this chatting with me online like you know before tonight you, you don't really know me at all but it's like we have a common thread let's for sure make something out of it let's knit with that common thread <laughs> yes getting creative knitting coming at you guys soon i hope uh, but yeah, thanks for hopping on with me, man. And, uh, everybody that's came on here with me again, always welcome to, to do it again or vice versa on a different channel. Like I just like having a good conversation. I appreciate you joining me tonight for one. Yeah, you bet. Thanks so much. Thanks, Jared. I will see you later. I'll talk to you more on the Twitter and, uh, the Twitter as us Southern people say, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, thanks for everybody joining. Sorry. We didn't answer a whole lot of questions and stuff, but it was a good conversation. It's hard to interrupt it with questions every five minutes, but. Of course, Bandrew snuck some in there, but he made some funny comments. <laughs> cool. Thanks, Jared. I'll see you guys yeah. next time, and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Peace out. See ya. Yeah. How do I end this thing? There it is. <laughs>